0: helping to diversify the industry. This week on Business of the Beast.
1: What do you mean? I thought I could be really great at hairstyling. Okay, I'll send an invoice. I didn't know I had to do the marketing, the directing, the business, the transportation, the admin. I I didn't know I had to do all of that. The marketing, let me circle back again. The marketing. Marketing. Goodness (laughs) gracious.
0: I'm your host, Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, and welcome to Business of the Beat. Today's guest is celebrity hairstylist and founder of the Texture Style Awards, Monet Everett. But before we get started, don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and we love to hear from you. All right, everyone, Monet is a celebrity hairstylist and hair visionary that has worked with celebrities including Tia Mowry, Yara Shahidi, Taraji P. Henson, Serena Williams, Denai Guerrera, Emily Tosta, and Nickelodeon starlets Lizzie Green and Sophia Wiley. As a staunch advocate of diversity and inclusion, Last year, Monet founded the Texture Style Awards, a new beauty competition celebrating the beauty of hair and honoring the artists who have mastered styling techniques for all hair textures. An author and public speaker with over 22 years of experience, you can find Monet's work in media ranging from Harper's Bazaar to O, The Oprah Magazine, and Essence to Hair's How. Driven by her love to educate, in 2016, Monet launched the Monet Live, an online academy specifically for hairstylists, teaching how to style for editorials, celebrities, and all hair textures.
1: Monet, girl, welcome to Business of the Beach. Thank you for having me, Kendra. I am so excited. You don't even know. Oh, this is just a treat. So.
0: We were together on a set at Essence Mm -hmm. for their Black Beauty Executives digital cover, and that was the first time that we met. And now we've been through COVID and out of COVID and (laughs) other forms of COVID and everything
1: in between. Absolutely. I, I was just honored to be there. So many beautiful, powerful Black women in the world. It was amazing.
0: Oh, it was such a special moment when you can bring that many just Beautiful black women together and to celebrate. I feel like we don't take enough time to
1: celebrate. Absolutely. We're always uh, working hard and on to the next.
0: Exactly. And so it was a big moment of celebration. And so today we're here celebrating. We are in Blushington's new salon in Manhattan. I am so honored. Blushington was literally one of my first clients when I launched my agency almost. Seven years ago, I'm on the board. I've worked with the founders and Natasha, the CEO. And so you have a new role with
1: Blushington that I'm excited about. I do. I do. So I am their global artistic director for hairstyling. And working with Blushington has been a dream come true. You may know them for their makeup work, um, but I'm working with them to make sure that they're very diverse and can style any client that comes in all four hair textures, straight hair, wavy hair, curly hair, and of course, oily hair clients. We want to make sure everyone can come in and feel good and look better when they leave. Well, and it's such a testament to the day we live in, right? Like,
0: You have to be able to service the needs of the majority of the consumers. And it's so much different than what it was before.
1: Yeah, it's no longer acceptable to say I only style one form of pure texture or people who have pure texture like me, whether your uh, salon uh, focuses on people with straight or wavy or curly or coily. Now, you know, if you're a general salon, you need to be able to service anyone that comes in. You need to make them feel happy that you are servicing them. You need to make sure that your stylists are confident enough to style whomever comes in and that the client feels really good when they leave because they look amazing.
0: Well, and it's so true. It's this interesting thing of inner beauty, right? But we can't be remiss when our outside matches with our inner beauty and we can walk into a space no matter what we look like And know that someone is going to make you feel welcome and they're going to understand
1: your hair type. Yeah. When you open that door, you want to feel that the hairstylist and receptionist, the people there are happy to see you. You don't want to feel as though they're trying to find someone who could take you.
0: Right. And you, I'm so excited to talk to you because you have had... A career standing over 22 years and the sustainability, the longevity, what you've seen and you're beautiful and stunning. I do have on the same lipstick as you. I'm just I'm just going <laughs> to thank you. Great out. minds
1: think alike. We, we saw this red and we needed it. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: we did. Black women wear red. Yes, but absolutely. Clear. So, OK, we have so much to talk about today. Um, I want to start with this fun segment that we call rapid fire. Okay. So it's a fun fill in the blank and your rapid fire is called Monet's style. Monet's style. Okay. So here we go. It's fun. It is Monet's style to always
1: blank. Wear red lipstick. Here we go. I wasn't allowed to wear it when growing up and now I wear it almost every day. It's so funny what we couldn't do in childhood, and now we're like, look at me now. Look at me now. No less than 10 shades of red that I variate through. Okay, that's gonna be our topic. Like the red for this, the red for that. Yes, exactly.
0: Next one. Monet's style rule for hair
1: is blank. Do what you want with your hair. It's 2022. You can achieve any look you want.
0: Wow. You really can. Yes. You can look any way, feel any way. Exactly. And like your hair. I remember when I used to change my hair and people would be like, I don't even recognize you. And I was like, really? Well, they're okay. lame for that. <laughs> I just want to point out they're lame for that. Yes. It's so true. All right. And the last one, friends and family say that the best thing about Monet style is
1: blank. Mm-hmm. That it's Ever changing, they say that they never quite know what to expect. Ah, I love that in a good way. In a good way, yes. Well, I don't care if they don't mean it in a good way. <laughs> you got
0: to change it up We're in the beauty industry, exactly. Well, and that's what's so fun about the beauty industry. I love hair. I love makeup. And let's talk about your journey. Twenty-two years. Tell us everything. How did you start? <laughs> How did you get excited about hair?
1: Well, I started in high school. I was very opinionated whenever I saw red carpet. This was before all of these red carpet shows were a regular go-to. And people would say, if you can't do any better, you shouldn't say anything. I was like, I think I can do better. I think with a little bit of training, I can make these women look even better. So my thought was, okay, I'll go to cosmetology and it'll be great. It will allow me to pay for my schooling my college. And it did. And I didn't expect to stay in the industry, but I found out how vast it is. So I came home, handed my mama the degrees and went out into the business side of the hair industry. So I worked in salons. I did a lot of different things, but I would always do photo shoots on the side, runway shows. I started working with brands and educating and doing things of that nature. And I found out that this beauty industry is just full of so many different options.
0: Well, and I love the fact that you said, okay, there's
1: a business side of it.
0: Wait, yes. what did you get your degree
1: in? Mass communications and sociology. So my goal was to go in radio. So I'm always super excited <laughs> whenever I can do a TV show or a podcast or a radio show. I'm like, see mommy, that degree came in handy. Look, I'm, I'm on a podcast. You're like, I'm
0: doing it. You're like, I host an awards." And you know, what's interesting is that When you are a hairstylist, you're giving the tea on everything. Oh, So you're listening, but you also have to be such an effective communicator. Absolutely. So your degree
1: comes in handy. It absolutely does. Learning to listen far more than we speak, uh, being whatever that particular client needs you to be. And when I say client, a lot of times people assume I'm talking about the one person in my chair. But... The level of hairstyling I do, mainly celebrity and productions, the client is not necessarily the person sitting in your chair. The client is the production, the director, or whoever else hired you, the magazine. So having to give the image that they want to portray to tell the story in a way that they want it to be told.
0: Well, and that also is the connectivity with the business side. Absolutely. Because you said, I know I can do this better. I'm going to study to do this better. Now I'm doing it better And then there's the business piece, because if it were just the client, that would be one thing. But the business piece comes in. And I don't think people understand that to be an effective hairstylist for over two decades, Mm -hmm. without the business piece, you're not actually growing the business of hairstyling.
1: Yeah, I was surprised to learn that any good business person uh, works in the business about 30% of the time, and on the business, about 70% of the time. I said, what do you mean? I thought I could be really great at hairstyling. Okay, I'll send an invoice. I didn't know I had to do the marketing, the directing, the business, the transportation, the admin. I, I didn't know I had to do all of that. The marketing, let me circle back again. The marketing. Goodness gracious. Yes, a lot more to it.
0: Well, and when you think about the craft of it, right? You could just do the craft, but then you wouldn't
1: be Monet Everett. You wouldn't have all of these business extensions. Absolutely. And I teach a lot of artists and they don't want to hear that part, but I always uh, link in it this way. And I say there's a woman in church every Sunday who sounds just as good, if not better, than Beyonce. But the world doesn't That's know true. her name. We know Beyonce because she's doing something else. She's doing something more to make herself stand out.
0: Wow. It's phenomenal, especially from an education perspective, because so many people that I talk to and founders and so much of it is I have this great idea I'm going to put it in the world and I automatically be a unicorn or I should be in every (laughs) retailer and we've lost yes there are some people who can go in and within two years you've done this and that's fantastic but there is a sustainability factor that seems to get lost in this urgency and impatient Mm -hmm. nature of I want it now or to your point of Beyonce I don't want to do the extra work Mm -hmm. because I shouldn't have to Yeah, I I say well
1: you know. Beyonce, you know, wasn't doing any extracurriculars and Beyonce was traveling her whole childhood <laughs> and Beyonce and her family took in Kelly and, oh, you don't want to do all that? Oh, okay. But you want her career? Oh, okay. All right. Let me know how that works out.
0: Yeah. You're like, and meanwhile, look mm-hmm. at me because you did the work. Yeah. You had the marketing piece. You started an understanding business. And then in 2016, you launched the Rone Life. Yeah. So what was that? You said you like to educate. What was the transition and why then did you decide to move into that?
1: So I launched the Monet Life Academy because so many people would say, they would uh, DM me and message me on Facebook and say, hey, I would love to have the career you had. And I misunderstood them to say (laughs) that they wanted to learn how to style hair like me. So I opened the Monet Life Academy and it was a lot of virtual styling and teaching them techniques. And they were like, oh, no, big boss, we want to know how you got there. We want the business. We want you to teach us how to get celebrity clients. We want you to teach us how to work at Fashion Week. We want, to te- we want you to teach us how to not get played, how to get that paperwork in. And I was very reluctant. But then I realized, you know, I wish someone would have taught me. Yes. I wish that education was there. I didn't know any working artist that was willing to teach newer artists how to come in. And uh, now I have probably over 400 students enrolled. I have sold over a 1,000 books. I have given people probably over a 100 jobs, um, even some of them working with brands as educators. Because many times when we go to cosmetology, we are not taught about this business. I mean... Well, we're barely taught how to style curly and coily hair. It is very much a bare bones uh, knowledge and understanding of how to move forth in the industry with the expectation that you will continue to excel on your own and take your own courses.
0: Wow. You know, it's really so powerful because to your point, there are so many people, either there's a scarcity issue. Yeah. I'm nervous that I'm gonna teach you and then you're gonna take my job. Which is a real thing. Which is a, a real, real thing. Fair. You know, I've I've talked to people who hairstylists, makeup artists, glam squads who have said it's even hard for me to have a child because I'm nervous that someone's gonna come in and then I'm gonna miss my opportunity. Yes. And you have said, Yes, that's real. Mm-hmm. But what I'm more about is educating. Over 400 students, that is so many people. And I love when we talk about impact. So much of what I'm trying to build and what the team and I have been focused on at the studio, Brain Trust Founders Studio, has been how do we show the jobs created? How do we show the revenue? How do we show the impact so that people can see that when you give back and when you support,
1: it's a ripple effect? Absolutely. I always talk about my open hand policy. And I say everybody wants to open their hand and stick out and tell somebody, hey, can you help me? Can you give me? Right? But you got to make room. The way you make room is helping someone else so that there's room for you to receive what they're giving to you. If you're holding on to everything that you had, there's no room for getting something new. You're bigger. You're better. Yes.
0: You know, it's so interesting because we were talking about the role of a mentor and a mentee. And how so much now we find that winning teams are a combination of mentors, mentees, people with 20 years, 10 years, five years. And there's all this research that shows that they perform 70% better than teams where you only
1: have one. Absolutely. Can I speak a little more? Please, because I was going to ask you about your team. (laughs) Okay. So I believe in mentorship, right? So generally someone says, hey, this is a mentor. But I always make it clear to the potential mentees, this has got to be a relationship. I need reverse mentorship. And I'll say something really simple as, put me up on TikTok. Let me know what the trends are. But I can't keep pouring into you and get nothing back. But I also shock people with this. And many people confuse the term mentor with sponsor. Yes. They don't want a mentor. They want a sponsor. They want someone who's gonna come in and say, here's the job, take my job, take my client. Please, I just want you to live your best life. I'll be fine with this peanut butter and jelly, but I have a steak dinner for you. You know, with the not wanting to work for it, and I always have to explain to people, what a mentor does is help you, help guide you, someone who can actually understand your frustration and your tears, someone who can help point you in the right direction. That is not someone who just says, you know what, here's this job all the time. But one part of the Monet Life Academy, I do post jobs all over the country, at least 10 a day, because I want people to work. But it's not old to you. That's the icing on the cake. Yes. So there can be a a misunderstanding of people say, well, if I, you know, take a class in the Monet Life Academy, aren't you going to give me jobs? Ma'am, no, I'm giving you the knowledge so that you can Mm -hmm. take care of yourself.
0: And... Knowledge is so powerful. Yes. And so being able to take that and say, no, I'm not going to hand it to you because that's actually not how life is for many of us. There's that small 1%. We are all out here working and being able to receive it and then give back. Yeah. And part of your education is you're also an author. Yes. So you have two books. I know that you're working on another. Mm Mm-hmm. Talk about, you're like, okay, I'm hairstyling, I have an academy, I'm educating all these people, and now I'm going to write a book. What was that process like and the shift? Did you take off? Tell us everything.
1: So, uh, Stunning Braids was my first book, and due to my success on YouTube, I had like 4 million views. Thank God. A production company, a publishing company came to me and asked me to create that book. Beautiful, wonderful, step-by-step for creating all types of different braided styles, all different hair textures, dress up, dress down, look. So loved it great. <laughs> but my pride and joy is get out of your own way. And that idea came to me when I was home during COVID. And that's when I really changed the direction of my academy to focus more on the business and the marketing. Um, so Black Lives Matter took off and I very much support them and many people were discussing all of the different industries and how a lot of um, black and brown people, well, specifically black people, are not given opportunities. And what I realized was, okay, so now we're flipping and people are getting opportunities just um, in a catch-22. They're mm-hmm. getting the opportunity, but they don't know what to do with the opportunity. Yes. Specifically in the beauty industry, we are there's nowhere that teaches how to handle production work, celebrity work. Um, There's a lot of gatekeepers to stop you. But once you make it through, then what? Mm -hmm. So I would deal with a lot of artists who were like, okay, I got this job, but they never called me back and they couldn't understand why. So I felt in order to really launch the Monet Life Academy, I needed to have a book. So it's Get Out of Your Own Way, 25 Insider Tips for Booking Celebrity Hairstyling Clients. And it's crazy. People are always shocked at all of the information that is in there. I always tell the story of when I decided to be a celebrity hairstylist, um, think of it like a racetrack. I walked up to the line. They said, oh, you're Mark. I said, okay. (laughs) They said, get set. I said, okay. And I took off full speed in the wrong direction, doing the wrong things for the wrong people at the wrong times. So I had to find a way to recalibrate, come back, redo it and go in in the right direction. So My intention is to help people not only get the opportunities but know what to do once they get those opportunities.
0: You know, it's so interesting because you are completing the circle. We talk about creating an ecosystem for winning and so often it's, I might give you this one piece, but then people don't always
1: know how to bring it to fruition. It's tough. Like it's tough when you're newer and you don't know what you're doing wrong. Like, to say I would bang my head against the law is an understatement because every industry has ways that they do things and it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else except for those in charge of that particular (laughs) industry. Uh, And it was really tough. And I can also see the frustration and the sadness in newer artists when they're doing what they think is right. And I, I always tell them, you're doing the same thing I was doing. You're asking people who don't know what they're talking about. You're asking your mama. She don't know. She just don't, she just <laughs> want her baby to be happy. You're asking the salon manager. They don't know. If they knew what to do, they probably wouldn't be a salon manager. You're asking anyone you feel is in a position of authority, but they've never been anywhere near these positions. What moves to make? They don't know. And most of the time, instead of telling you, I'm not sure. Let's research it. They tell you something and they're sending you in the wrong direction.
0: Well, and, your ability to say i was ready on your mark get set wrong way yes. and i think as entrepreneurs we have to be able to say yes we are trying to move forward but we're actually holding ourselves back yes. and the ability to have enough self awareness to say wait a second because it's hard yes. when you're on this path and you work so hard and you're running to say, let me course correct and let me try something new.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's why the title is Get Out of Your Own Way. I I hurt my own feelings when I realized I was in my own way a lot of times. I really thought I was making the right moves and doing the right things. And it was like, oh, no, Mm ma'am. No. No, ma'am. You're not. And so it's interesting
0: because you figured that out. You been course corrected, have created this amazing career. Last year, you launched the Texture Style Awards. You continue to give back and innovate. Yes. So talk about
1: the awards. What does it mean? Why do we need the Texture Style Awards? Well, this is the sociology part of me, this is the study of groups. So I, I was sitting um, at home during COVID, once again, watching the Black Lives Matter movement. And also... Taking a step back to say, why are so many people scared to work with black people or with black hair, or they don't see our, our beauty? Why? Yeah. And realizing that you cannot continuously um, beat someone upside the head. So how can I make this fun? I noted that in cosmetology schools, you're not really taught about uh, coily and curly hair. Many times on the red carpet, outside of my natural hair clients, you're not seeing a lot of them on the red carpet. So you don't believe that they're there. You don't see them on many magazines. Mm -hmm. There's no part that says, these people with curly and coily hair are beautiful. They're just not in your parameter, your viewpoint at all. So I said, how can I make this fun? If hairstylists are nothing else, we are competitive. We love competition. (laughs) We want to win something. So I wanted to start displaying work. So I created the competition. It was fully virtual. You could have your work displayed in the four different categories, straight, wavy, curly, or coily. And um, then we chose winners, but oh my God, I think like the top 20 got hundreds of dollars in prizes and tools, and we were able to get top trade magazines like Modern Salon, American Salon, even in style and stuff to share their work. It was my way of also allowing them to get notoriety to open these doors. Because yes, you say you want to do celebrities and fashion week, but you don't realize you need to have some public, some um, national publications Mm -hmm. under your belt. So it was my way of hitting a problem multiple different ways. And sometimes people would say, why don't you just pick one way to do it? And I say, well, the problem is multiple different layered variables. There is not. One way, if I continue to tell you, you have to work with coily hair and you don't see the beauty in curly and coily hair, you're only going to do it while I'm standing over you demanding that you do it. Then you're going to stop when I'm not around. I want people to truly see and enjoy the different hair textures. And to add on to that, I even offered free courses where I showed how to style each hair texture and photograph it for the competition.
0: Well, it is true because whenever we don't see it, they say seeing is believing is becoming. And it's one thing to say, I have to do this because someone's forcing me.
1: But the beauty with understanding the different hair textures is the freedom to be creative. Absolutely. And I just am really blunt in a way I, I make people feel good because the only way you can learn is if you feel good about it. But there are all textures of hair across all races of people. Yes. Stop looking at the skin of the face and look at the hair. Yes. If you're looking at solely the hair, it is highly unlikely that as a licensed professional, you are unable to style it. Wow. And that's
0: what happens. That is what happens because so often... It's look at their race, look at their color, look at this, and it's automatically a barrier. Yep. When we think about, I'm a hairstylist, hair is hair is hair is hair is not hair, Mm -hmm. but my ability to be educated and to be able to style in a way that reflects the hair type and less of the skin that I see, that's
1: the mind barrier. It is. And um, that is the circle back to, you don't find it pretty. You know, if you don't find it pretty, you don't find it nice, you're not excited to work with that person. That's when it's, oh, I don't know how I I can't do that. I'm not interested. But in 2022, this is no longer acceptable. It's no longer the way that you should want to um, be seen as a professional. You can do better. You will do better. I'll help you do (laughs) that.
0: And with the Texture Style Awards, you are you're giving a voice you're helping show and you're also helping stylists do better yep. because they want to be part of it and they want the platform to showcase. I'm so excited for next year for the texture style awards so yes. we can be there. And as you think about coming through COVID, cause you talk about that and the changing dynamics of hairstyling out of that came this amazing work show what are you planning for Monet
1: Artistry next? Are we looking at more books, more
0: education?
1: I I would say the focus right now is more education. I'm going to be at some um, national hero shows like the International Beauty Show. I am working with Washington as their artistic uh-huh. director. I have the Texture Style Awards and you better believe that is an undertaking. Oh, yes. Uh, the Celeb Gigs Academy, I work with artists and um, a small group mentorship to give them their celebrity clients. So, you may know, see me on Project Runway. Okay, okay. Yeah, you, you are know, here. You here we go. Of, a lot of great <laughs> things, you know. Um, I even have uh, free education that I give to beauty professionals, not just hairstylists, but makeup artists. I truly believe if we all work together to lift this industry, It will get better.
0: It really will. And it's literally one person like you committing to that that does help the industry. I always say, like, I'm here to be of service. You're here to be of service. We're here to be of service to each other and to our industry because we want it to be better. We want spaces like Blushington who see you and recognize you and say, come in and let us evolve how we're serving our customers. And it's truly a beautiful thing. So one thing for the Texture Style Awards, how can we get involved? How can we support?
1: What do you need? Okay, so I need you guys there. I need you guys (laughs) interviewing people. I need you guys talking about it. Uh, I need people who are interested, um, brands who are interested in sponsorship to go to texturestyleawards.com. Shoot me an email. You can DM me at texturestyleawards or Monet Artistry. Um, we're looking for brands to, you know, put their money where their mouth is. If diversity is important yes. to you, let us see it. Um, if you're an artist who's interested, just DM. If you are a hair or makeup artist who wants some type of inform- information helping with the beauty industry, you can always shoot a text, hair, like the hair on your head, H-A-I-R, to 33777, and I'll shoot you a free class back.
0: Wow. 33777. Text oh, yeah. hair. I love this. And one, two more things. I'm going to do two more things. Uh, I want you to take all the time in the world. I don't okay. care. I, <laughs> I was like, I'm two more things. So I love you. Just, you had a, a text code. We're DMing. We're messaging mm-hmm. you. So what's one tip that you can leave? And I know that there's many and we will all read the book so that we can get more tips. But if there is a hairstylist who's like, what's the one thing I can do today to begin my journey to become a celebrity stylist like Monet, what's that one thing?
1: Yes, you're right, there's so many, but the easy ones, the most overlooked ones are treat every client in your chair like a celebrity, Okay, give them amazing service, make them want to come back, make them sing your praises to anyone they talk to, and, excuse me, after a few times of them being in your chair, tell them what your dreams are. You'd be surprised who's in your chair. You'd be surprised what A-list celebrity second cousin you're doing that's <laughs> going to see them at Thanksgiving. You'd be surprised how people, uh, the true decision makers and hiring managers, come to get their hair and makeup done all the time, and they're sitting right in your chair, and they may be that one or two steps away that you need to get you on a production.
0: I love that. You never know who you're gonna cross paths with. You never know who may be that one person that helps become your bridge. Mm -hmm. And I love this notion of speak your dreams. Yes. Say it, tell them, manifest it, because you just never know. That might be the person who DMs
1: you back and says, here's your opportunity. Yeah, and I'm just going to tell you, people are surprised. They think that they want to work with a celebrity. They are misinformed to believe that that celebrity can hire them. That is very often not the case. So, you know, in Celebrities (laughs) Academy, I go into detail about who actually does the hiring, how, what to say. But this industry is just so vast, and I'm happy to share.
0: Wow. Well, we are thrilled that you were guiding the way for the industry for us. And it's interesting because everything that you talk about are skills that all entrepreneurs, founders, executives can use to progress them in their careers. It's definitely something that we all need to read, think about, and and literally use. So I'm so excited.
1: And yeah. yeah. I have one more tip. One more tip. The most important thing. Take classes. I wanna go back. This is even this is equally as important to treating your client's amazing. When you invest in a class, the person leading the class is going to want to invest back in you, and they're going to want to make sure that you're getting opportunities, not solely because of the money investment. They want you to see where your investment went, but check this part out. If you took a class from them, they know that you are better prepared to handle the request of a job. Remember, a job, especially in hair and makeup, has very little to do with your actual skill. We break it on down to make sure you're (laughs) prepared. It's very eye-opening. I mean, the Celebrities Academy workbook is like 140 pages. I don't want anyone to ever leave any course from Monet Everett and say they were not better after they left.
0: Well, and I think that that's the mark. That's what I love, the synergies between all careers in all fields. I always say, even for the company, we may not always work together, but as long as you leave with some value that you can say, I'm better because of this, I yes. learned this, Absolutely. I achieved this. And that's the mark of why we're here. That's really what success looks like Absolutely. in terms of the work that we do in
1: education. we
0: provide. So I love this. One last thing, Monet, we always ask our guests what's, a product, a brand, something that you're coveting. We are all about community and supporting.
1: So tell us one thing. Oh my God, what am I loving right now? I will tell you the Biolage um, heat protecting spray that I use on 95% of my clients. All righty. The thermal um, protecting spray, Biolage thermal protecting spray. I use it on every client, regardless of their hair texture, even my clients with locks. I have set their hair with it. I love a product that I can use on everyone.
0: Oh my gosh. I love that. It's our universal product. Okay, we are going to try that and check it out. And Monet, it's just been a pleasure. I'm so excited for the Texture Style Awards. I'm excited
1: for the new book and the education and just more time with you. Thank, oh, thank you. you, Kendra. We got to make that happen because this is awesome. I was so nervous meeting you. You've done so many amazing things for so many people and so many brands. I'm like, okay, can I breathe now? Is it awesome? <laughs> I've been holding my breath the whole time.
0: The same for you. <laughs> the same for you. And it's just the work that we're doing, it's so much greater than this. And I love to be in community with people who have the spirit of hospitality and the sense of giving. So it's a true, true. Thank you, Kendra. And every week I share an influencer I'm checking out. And this week, thanks to Monet, make sure to follow Bozema St. John at Badass Boz. She is a Hall of Fame marketer, Netflix, Endeavor, Uber, Apple Music, Pepsi. She is for us, for the people, and also follow at Badass Workshop so that you too can become just like Badass Boz. And with that, We always like to leave you with one thing from today's guest, and that is treat everyone like a celebrity, give good service all the time, every day, and tell your clients what your dreams are. And on top of that, make sure that we always keep diversity, equity, and inclusion top of mind. Let's stop racial bias and let's all work towards an equitable future. Thank you so much, Monet. And with that, Don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and we love to hear from you. Leave a five-star rating and a review. Until next week. Business of the Beat is hosted by Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, assistant producer Jenny Salk, executive producer Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, edited by Fish Mar Creative, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business of the Beat podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcast. And on IG at Business of the Beat. Business of the Beat is a mean old line media production.